Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing to the Gospel of Mark. We're in the sixth chapter. And we've just looked at the account up through verse 44 of where Jesus had uh, fed 5,000 men, plus all the women and the children. And so uh, this was a miracle, no doubt. It was a miracle of provision. And there's all sorts of things that the Lord was teaching his disciples and anybody who paid attention, right? The next verse is interesting. So this is Mark chapter 6, verse 45. You want to guess what word it starts with in Mark? (laughs) Yeah. What's that word that we see, I think, 42 times in the gospel? Immediately. So we see that Mark, you know, gives us the number, says, okay, there were 5,000 men here that were fed. There were 12 baskets left over, right? Then he says this, immediately Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go ahead, go ahead of him to the other side of Bethsaida while he himself was sending the crowd away. Okay, so this happens, Jesus feeds, they come back, but why the immediacy? Why just all of a sudden, apparently out of nowhere, Jesus makes the disciples, and this is speaking of the 12 here, he makes them get in the boat and go ahead. He tells them where to go, go over the other side, And he says, you do this while he himself was sending away the crowd. It's just something's going on here, a little unusual. Well, as often is the case, we need to get the full counsel of what the gospels reveal to us. Listen to what Matthew says. This is in Matthew 14, verses 22 and 23. It says this, immediately, same word, he made the disciples get in the boat and go ahead of him to the other side while he sent the crowds away. After he had sent the crowds away, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. And when it was evening, he was there alone. So we'll see this also in Mark. So he sends the crowd, uh, the disciples away, gets them in the boat, sends them to a particular place. And then he sends the crowd away. And then he himself goes off to a mountain to pray. Now, look at John. John gives us some really interesting insight. John chapter 6, verse 14. Therefore, when the people saw the sign which he had performed, they said, this is truly the prophet who has come into the world. So what was the sign that he performed? Yeah, 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 exactly. The, uh, the feeding of all these thousands of people. So they were saying, what? well, truly this is the prophet who's come to the world, the prophet. Okay, what is meant by that? Is it the prophet, the one that is in front of the Messiah? Is he speaking of Messiah? Well, we're not exactly told in this situation yet. Verse 15, though, continues in John. So Jesus, perceiving that they were intending to come and take him by force to make him king, withdrew again to the mountain by himself alone. Ah, well, there, that gives us some insight, and that gives us some understanding right here. Jesus knew what was going on. 
the people, the masses, they saw this sign and they were saying, hey, is this the prophet? This is the, is, this is the one. Is this the Messiah? And he's coming to the world. Here we see this thing happening. But Jesus perceived that their sincere motivation wasn't, correct, wasn't what needed to happen just then. Jesus was not going to be uh, hauled off and be forced to be king. Notice what it says, that they were intending to come and take him by force <laughs> make him king. They were going to grab him. They were going to take him by force, walk him into Jerusalem, and declare him to be king. And Jesus wanted nothing to do with that. That's not how he's going to become king, not only in Jerusalem, but of all the world. It's not by the world itself declaring that he's king. So what did he do? He protected his disciples. When all this was going down, he immediately packed them up in the boat and sent them ahead. He got them out of that environment. And then he immediately dispersed the crowd. He wasn't going to let this foment. He was not going to let this build. He wasn't going to let this happen. Okay, So he dismissed them. And then he himself immediately okay, <clears throat> went to the mountaintop to spend time with the Father. You know, he wasn't going to get caught up in this himself. Okay? He wasn't going to allow this type of situation to affect his disciples. He wasn't going to allow the masses to be manipulated, even with truth. Because you know what? He was and is the king. But he isn't going to be made king by the people or by the world. He is the king. And the king will be revealed and the king will ascend to his throne at the time that is determined by the king, not at the time determined by the crowd. So this is, I think, this is really sort of important right here, what the Lord's doing. He's showing us how to handle some of these things. And then he, you know, he protected himself too. He realized it's really easy to get caught up in this thing, <laughs> you know, <clears throat> of the adulation and the adoration of the masses. And he said, no, no, no. So he goes off. And he goes to the mountaintop, and he's spending time with the Father. How much time is he spending with the Father? Well, we're going to find out when we press on in this. I'm going to stop right here because the next thing starts, the next incident. And uh, again, you're going to know what this is, but now you're going to see more of the background and the context of it. But he spends uh, the entire evening because the next thing that we, we're going to see gives us a timing element that Jesus looks out and he sees something happening. And he sees something happening at a particular time of the watch between 3 and 6 in the morning. So he had spent time on the mountaintop with the Father praying. Did he pray the entire night? Perhaps. Did he sleep and then wake up and pray? Did he pr go back to sleep again and pray some more? And you say, well, why, why would you say that? Was well, that not what happens to us quite often? Nothing wrong with sleep. Our body needs sleep. And I think there's a lot of times that when we're in the, uh, particularly in the presence of the Lord, and we are praying and we fall asleep, and the Lord gives us insight. He gives us visions. He gives us dreams. You wake up again and you're praying again. It's just like this ebb and flow. And perhaps Jesus was doing that. We're not told the details of it. We're just told that he left for the mountain to pray, and he was there with the Father. Uh, I think we need to glean some things here, folks. We need to understand some things right here. We need to see how Jesus handles some things. We need to be forewarned about some things also. Well, again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you in the next episode.